This is Nick Greenwald, and you're listening to the Ukramedia Podcast. Hello, Ukramedia family. Vladimir Pragnevsky here, and welcome to episode number 86 of the Ukramedia Podcast, where I serve our Ukramedia family with interviews from highly creative people. And today's guest is Nick Greenwald. He's a motion and interactive designer currently living in Philadelphia. But before I play my conversation with Nick, I want to tell you about our latest course on how to create a sports bumper in Blender 2.8. If you've never heard of Blender, it is an amazing free 3D tool. And you might be thinking, free? That's got to be an amateur tool, right? Well, it is not. It is a fully loaded, legit 3D application, and it has some amazing features. And speaking of features, we are very excited about the new render engine called Eevee. It is a real-time gaming engine, and it is pretty fast. It gets you pretty close. Something that used to take us two to three minutes per frame to render now takes us just a couple of seconds with Eevee, which is a big game changer for us. It makes this a great time-saving option, and that's what Ukramedia is all about we are here to save you time this course is taught by my twin brother sergey proknevsky and for those of you who don't know who sergey is he's the co-founder of ukramedia.com and many of you know sergey as the after effects and the expressions guy his video tutorials generated 5 million views on youtube you've seen his presentations at nab ibc vidcon and adobe max if you watch fox sports in the last four years then you definitely seen a lot of his work because Sergey is a former senior motion graphics designer at Fox Sports, where he worked on graphics for NFL, Super Bowl, MLB, World Series, college football, Women's World Cup, NASCAR Race Hub, and so much more. After years of working at Fox Sports, I think it's safe to say that Sergey is well qualified to teach you sports bumpers. So get this course while it's only $35. You will get instant access to 12 HD fast-paced edited video lessons, which is a total of 2 hours and 43 minutes of training, on-screen keyboard shortcuts, video timestamps and hyperlinks, playback speed controls, project files, and so much more. You will learn useful keyboard shortcuts, creating custom text bevels with curves and splines, modeling with curves and splines, rigging with drivers and object constraints, lighting and texturing with Eevee, animating with graph editor and animation modifiers, compositing in Blender and so much more. So for more information, go to ukramedia.com slash Blender. Again, go to ukramedia.com slash Blender and Blender spelled B-L-E-N-D-E-R. Again, it's B-L-E-N-D-E-R. L-E-N-D-E-R. And now here's my conversation with Nick Greenwald. Enjoy. Nick, welcome to the show and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. First of all, thanks for having me on, Vladimir. I'm hey, a my big, pleasure. Fa- big fan of everything you guys do. I've been following you guys on Reddit for oh, wow, a long man. time now, and I just really appreciate everything you guys do for the community. So just want to th- Thank you. say thanks. Um, something about me that people m- might not know uh, saw a UFO a couple years ago. Really? Ho- hovering over Philly. Yeah. A little caveat though, it was on 4th of July. So people are going to say <laughs> that it was a firework or bottle rocket, but bottle rockets do not move horizontally and vertically in straight lines up, down, left, right. So I know what I saw. Wow. How close was it? It was right overhead, right above, right above our house. Was it pretty big? Like, could you see it? It was like two two flashing lights. 
Wow, man, that's pretty crazy. Didn't take any pictures, videos, anything like that? No? No, nah, nothing like that. I got no proof, just just my uh, word. And I'm a man of my word. <laughs> well, we'll, t- we'll take your word. Now, Nick, let's start at the very beginning. Man. How did you get started in your field? I guess I started a while back when I was like early in high school, like 14, probably the same way everyone else did, like got started in Photoshop, just vandalizing pictures of my friends. Um, (laughs) And then that kind of segued into like flash animations, um, kind of inspired by stuff that I saw on Newgrounds. Then when I got into college, I got introduced to After Effects and then it just kind of took off from there. Did you watch any of the Andrew Kramer tutorials early on? You know what? Everyone loves Andrew Kramer so much. And I honestly, I don't think I've ever seen one of his tutorials until like earlier this year. And I was kind of blown away by the stuff he does. But yeah, I just really just found out about him like not too long ago. (laughs) It is interesting because like most people that I interview, everyone always says, well, started out with Andrew Kramer's tutorials, and then, you know, that's kind of like a huge point in their creative journey. Now, I'm curious, what was your first paid job in your creative field? First paid job? I think I used to make t-shirt designs on Threadless or something, but I don't know if I actually ever won any of them. But that was like a good learning experience to try to figure out what people liked and, and what they didn't like. Um, I used to do a lot of like those little competitions um, and I know how, how people feel about that kind of stuff, but that was definitely a, a good learning experience. Speaking of experiences, let's transition to a uh, dark moment in your life. I want you to tell us the story of the worst moment in your creative journey. Yeah, so I had a bit of a uh, rocky start in my design career. Um, <laughs> I was fired from my first design job. Ouch! Um, yeah, oh, no. yeah. I, uh, What'd you do? <laughs> I, I uh, not do. <laughs> messed up a, a, f- a phone number on a poster that got printed like 10,000 times. Oh, um, man. The most important y- thing. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't help that it was some kind of like helpline. Um, so <laughs> so they, they cut me pretty quick. But, you know, I, I think that everyone should be fired from and, and quit a job at least one point in their life. Hey, it happened to me before. Yeah. You got fired. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember that uh, email that I got. I, yeah, he's like pretty much said you're fired, turn into your computer immediately. And like the whole room starts shit, you kind of like spinning. And I remember I had to sit down. I remember thinking like, this is pretty bad, but then it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I remember thinking like, well, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, w- when they told me what I did, I was just kind of like, yeah, you're right. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But you know what? It's kind of not your fault entirely because usually most places have checks and balances in place. Like what were they thinking not having that person to kind of proofread before you ship it live? Right. Yeah. I mean, it was, it I'm not going to argue. It was, it was my fault. <laughs> I think, I think that was my job to prove it. <laughs> uh, what was it like getting that news? Like, oh man, 10,000 copies, thousands of dollars. I'm sure. Yeah. They just had the big stack on the desk and they showed me and I was just like, oh shit. Oh man. I, I've I worked for a guy who, and this is like for a book title. He misspelled the author's last name. They had like 10,000 copies or something like that printed. And they were at an event in Hawaii, I think, somewhere. 
And he got an early phone call <laughs> as soon as he got in the office. Like, hey, uh, you misspelled my name. So, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely not a good look. No, those things are never fun. Now, man, let's shift gears and talk about something positive. Tell us this story of the best moment in your creative journey. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not a specific thing, but recently I've started putting out a lot of like a lot more content and tutorials, tricks, tips and tricks videos. And I've just been getting a really positive feedback from the community. And it's kind of been really surprising um, just when you get comments from people. I'm sure you guys have gotten this too, just that, you know, when people are inspired and they say it's really helped them. Um, Those are the best. It, yeah. Right. And, and just, this is kind of an, a new experience for me and it's just been you know uh i'm at a i'm at a loss for words just trying to think it's very it. rewarding no it it's really very is. rewarding and, and it's kind of you know when you have this kind of imposter syndrome and you don't think you're one of these people that can inspire people and then you see that it does yeah it's just a very very rewarding experience no i love getting those emails people that email and say hey because of you I was able to find a job and because of that, now I can provide for my family. Now I, I, my family has more opportunities, more money to work with. And those emails, that's what keeps us going, man. I love hearing comments and you know, that's why I always encourage people to not hold back. If you have something positive to say to someone, you know, you'd probably think that they already heard it from somebody else, but man, those emails, that's what makes our, our day. Like reading. Those right. And, and it's in turn, it's made me, so much more want to, you know, comment and message people positive things because I know how much it means to me when people say that stuff. No, for sure. Now, Nick, let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor. We'll be right back with more questions. Hey, Eager Media family, I want to let you know that we updated our expressions course. The update is heavily focused on the basics of expressions. Understanding the core of expressions will give you a very strong foundation to build on. Contrary to popular belief, you don't need to be great at math and you don't need to know everything about expressions in order to be good at them. Just like you don't need to know everything about a car to be a good driver. You just have to know the basics and for everything else, we have tools and resources to lean on. We also added a very popular section to the course where you will learn how to create a modular lower third with expressions from scratch. So check it out at euchromedia.com expressions. Again, go to euchromedia.com expressions. And now back to the interview. All right, we're back from the break with more questions. First question, how do you overcome creative blocks? I think the best way for me to overcome creative block is to just kind of change my... Uh, my point of view, my, um, so for, that could be you take a walk for me. The best thing usually is take a shower. For some reason I get my best thinking done when me I'm too. showering. Yeah, yeah. Those are the best. I don't All know what it is. And, and I, I really want to get one of those like waterproof notepads. My friend has pencils. one of those. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been wanting to buy one for a while. I don't know why I never pulled the trigger yet, but so I think if you can just kind of change your point of view, that usually helps. Um, yeah. So go for a walk, take a shower, you know, go for a hike, something like that, and then just come back to it. And and I feel like that usually just makes things click. Well said. Now, if you could give one piece of advice to aspiring designers, motion designers, what would it be? I think it would be to try to learn something new on every project you're doing, you know, like, especially for new designers, if your first job might not be that glamorous, you know, maybe you're just doing like brochure designs every day, but 
if you can try to learn how to do a better job of it every single time you're doing it, get faster at it, more efficient. As long as you're constantly learning a new way to do something and you're always improving your skills, um, not just, you know, rehashing the same, you know, ways to do something, then you will just always be improving yourself. That's kind of how I approach every project. You know, even if it's something that I already know how to do, is there a new way I can do this particular task? And that's how you can always like expand your skill set. Now, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? You know, I had to think about this for a little while and I have a couple that I think I would really like to do. Number one is I would love to be in a boy band. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Because I think they have a a really good gig. You know, you just kind of tour around the world for like three to five years playing someone else's music and, and everyone loves you. Um, and you're super, you get super rich. And then after a couple years, you just kind of break up and then you go off and you have a super rabid fan base. And then you get to actually play the kind of music that you want to play. Um, and if I that didn't you work, thought of this, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's always, that's been a dream of mine for a long time. Cause I, I think that people that like boy band people get a, unnecessarily hated by a lot of people, but I think they actually have it pretty good. But if that didn't work out, I would want to be like the guy who smells candles and then figures out what, what flavor they are. <laughs> and then if I couldn't do that, I would want to be a dolphin trainer. Wow. Dolphin trainer. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Cause dolphins are like, they're super smart and I think I'd want to be around them. <laughs> Those are some cool ones, man. Now, where do you get your inspiration from? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. It's, a lot of it comes from inside. A lot of it comes from just looking at other people's work and, and kind of just getting inspired by what other people are doing. Um, nature a lot and music. These are all really kind of bullshit, vague answers. But I don't know. I, I just think that kind of life experiences help. In terms of online resources, I, I really have, I, I don't really like social media, but I've found Instagram to be really helpful if I, if you can tailor it properly and just like kind of only use it for design accounts. Interesting. I'm curious uh, about your routine. What what are your best working hours? I'm definitely not a morning person. No. What time do you usually um, wake up? Like eight thirty, nine o'clock if I, um, <laughs> on the weekdays and, and later than I'm going to admit on the weekends. Um, <laughs> what time do you so go to I bed? Bet- uh, like midnight, one o'clock usually. It's not too bad. Yes, I'm. I'm definitely more of a night person. If if I'm working at night, I'll I'll stay up later than that. Um, but I need I need my beauty sleep for sure. Right, right. <laughs> sleep is very important. Now, what time do you usually start working, and what time do you stop? If I'm working on my personal projects, I'll probably it, it'll be probably at like just right when I get home. So probably like six o'clock, and I'll just work all night. Wow. Now for this next question, what are you not good at? What am I not good at? If you had to pick, if there's like one thing that you're like, man, I'm just not good at this. I wish I was better at like the the beginning stages of projects, sketching and and concepting. I have a tendency to just kind of jump into things. I always want to get my hands right on animating. Like I always just have a tendency to jump right into After Effects and I wish I'd spent more time 
drawing and, and planning. It's something that I'm really trying to get better at. And that's why I, I really enjoy working with other people, illustrators and stuff, because I, I think I learn a lot from other people on how to get better at that. Um, so that's definitely something that I'm trying to improve on. Now, are there any apps or anything that you use to, or like maybe something as simple as calendar to stay organized? I recently bought a planner uh, for 2019 and I've maybe used it once. <laughs> so I'm trying to do that. I s- started sticking post-it notes to the wall um, where I How's write that working stuff. Out? It's not, they, I don't know where they are. Any, I think they all fell off and I haven't put them back up. I'm, I'm trying, man. I'm trying to stay organized, but I'm not. So it's just, I'm, I'm just doing things little by little. I have like a million notebooks that all have like the first three pages written in, in them. And then I started a new one, but I'm just a mess. <laughs> organized mess. That's good. Yeah. Now, last question. How can people get in touch with you, Nick? You could slide into my DMs on Instagram. It's probably the best way. I'll, I'll probably answer most people unless you're just spamming me with videos to repost. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, Nick, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us, man. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Nick Greenwald. Make sure to check out Nick's website, motionbynick.com. And as always, all the links and resources mentioned in this episode are also available on our website at ukromedia.com slash 86. And while you're there, check out our first ever Blender course and our time-saving After Effects courses and products. Also, don't forget to join our online mentoring group on Facebook. Simply go to ukromedia.com slash community. We have well over 3,000 people in our group. It is a great online resource for those of you who are trying to grow, and it's absolutely free. Thank you so much for joining me on the journey of this podcast. I appreciate you, and I look forward to serving you in the next episode of the Media Podcast. Bye-bye.